Welcome to Crunch Time Sports Podcast. My name is Jack. And I'm Lawrence. And we will focus on various sports topics that affect players, coaches, and the entirety of sports. Welcome to the Crunch Time Sports Podcast. It's your boy Charm. And I'm your boy Bone. And today's Friday, September 2nd. Uh, we'll give you guys some NBA news, what's been popping in the NBA uh, this last week and this week. So Crazy. Yes. Fireworks. So, <laughs> so Bone, we're going to start off with Patrick Beverly uh, being traded to the Lakers. What do you make of the Patrick Beverly deal to the Lakers? It's a good pickup. Um, Patrick Beverly is definitely a defensive pest. Um, he may not score a lot, but he going to get you some stops. Which is all that matters. He going to get in underneath the the, the highest defensive per- highest offensive person that they got on the other team, he gonna, he gonna get up on him and he gonna be a pest. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think it's a great move for the Lakers. Um, he brings that swagger, that toughness. Like Bone said, he's a pest. He's an irritant. Um, and they had to give up a lot for him. They just gave up Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. Um. I think he's a great he's a great fit a great fit for them, and he's a great fit for any team that's trying to chase a championship. Uh, he's a good glue guy uh, for the locker room. Uh, he brings that fire and that intensity, and he can knock down an occasional three if you need him to. And he has stellar defense. So speaking of that, uh, how do you think he will fit with the Lakers? I think he'll feel well. Um, I think it's definitely a needed uh, update on him. Everything like that, so it's definitely needed. Yeah, I think he's a better fit for them than Russell Westbrook. He's not ball dominant. He can play off ball. He gives you good defense. Uh, he can shoot the three. He knows his role. He's not going to try to be something that he's not. He's not going to try to Act like he's a superstar or anything like that. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, he's not a ball hog. Um, and he he can he he's a critical piece. He's a he's a good ple- good piece, a good glue piece. Um, and whether you have him starting or coming off your bench, he's gonna help with uh, making your team better uh, defensively. So bone. Uh, who won the Patrick Beverly trade? The Lakers did. The Lakers definitely did. Um, the Lakers won because they got an added bonus defender. Yes, I agree. Uh, they need defenders. Uh, and they need someone that can be effective uh, at the point guard position. Um. Uh, and I think he's the better point guard than Russell Westbrook. Uh, and he's a better fit for this team and what they're trying to do, um, which is trying to get a championship. Uh, he's a good fit next to LeBron. He's a LeBron type of player. Um, LeBron likes playing with players like Pat, Patrick Beverly. Um, overall, it was a great trade. So, uh, which brings me to my last question. Uh, for this topic, for this segment of the show, 
Do you think Pat Beverly and Russell Westbrook can coexist? Uh, for the first few games, yes, but eventually, by the middle of the season, they're gonna have to trade them, or at least one of the two. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they could coexist at all, and I think Russell Westbrook. I think he's gonna feel some type of way. I think he's gonna feel intimidated because it's like he had a lot of history. Patrick Beverly, I got into it a lot when they played against each other. And I don't think I don't think Russell Westbrook is willing to take a back seat to Patrick Beverly. And Russ, he's too ball dominant. And that's not gonna work with LeBron and the Lakers. LeBron likes to run the show. Um he likes to facilitate. He's likes he likes to get everyone involved. And uh Patrick Beverly, he can just sit back, you know. He won't complain or anything. Uh, he knows his role. He won't over try to overstep LeBron. Um, he's a better basketball fit for the Lakers than Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook needs to go to a team where he could be ball dominant and play his style style of basketball because he's not a great off ball player. He can't create his own shot, uh, and he he mostly likes to run the lanes and lay it up and dunk it and all of that. Uh, so, I would think that's, I would think, yeah, eventually they're going to, uh, they're going to go through a divorce. They eventually, eventually cut ties with Russell Westbrook, like Bond said. Uh, I expect them to cut ties with him soon. All right, so that's it for Patrick Beverly and the Lakers. Uh, we're going to move over to, R.J. Barrett in New York Knicks. Uh, they uh, gave him a contract extension uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, they gave him a, a four-year deal, $120 million. Uh, they extended him. I feel like they did a good job by extending him, but I think they gave him too much money. Uh I know he was number third pick, 2019 draft. Um, but he hasn't really. I mean, he he has improved each year, but he's not a superstar. He's a solid player. Uh, I know his averages, his point averages went up. Uh, he averaged 14 as a rookie. His second year, he averaged 17, and then his third year. Uh, which was last year, he averaged 20 points a game. But he still has time to improve. But I feel like they gave him too, too much money. Uh, do you feel like they gave him too much money, Bone? Yes. Um, you know, he's, his his points per game have increased every season. Um, I think they projected him to come out and just ball out. And that didn't happen right away. So it kind of forced him to dial back his his uh his growth. But he was what the the number three pick. Yeah. Yeah. That they expected him to come in and just ball out, and that's not what happened. Yes. Uh, he's probably their third best player on the team right now. Um. 
But uh, let's move over to our next question. Uh, do you believe the Knicks should have included Barrett in their trade proposal for Donovan Mitchell? Yes, because what else do you have to offer? <laughs> what else? You have R.K. Barrett and you have Julius Randle. And Julius Randle is starting to get up to that age. Um, man, New York, I, 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 don't know what, I don't know what to say about y'all. Y'all are <laughs> doing dumb stuff. Yep, they dropped the ball again. They lost another opportunity again. A star. Um, I heard that they did include Barrett, but I think it was too little, too late. They should have did it from the jump. Maybe they uh, they will have Donovan Mitchell right now, which he's with the Cavaliers. But we'll get into that one later. But yeah, I, I think they should include the Barrett. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is way better than Barrett. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is a superstar. Or a rising superstar. We don't think he's a superstar right now. Um, and you can build around Donovan Mitchell. You can build around him. Uh, RJ Barrett, he's more of a glue guy. He's more of a, a role player. He's not a superstar that you can build around. So, yeah, they dropped the ball with acquiring Donovan Mitchell. Um, so, yeah, I think they made a huge mistake. So... Who are the winners and losers of this R.J. Barrett contract extension? Clearly, the losers are the Knicks, but the winner is R.J. Barrett because he got way more money. Yep. That's about it. Yeah, I agree. Winner, R.J. Barrett because he got his money. Losers, the Knicks. The Knicks. And another winner. I have his Donovan Mitchell because he has he doesn't have to go to a horrible franchise in the New York Knicks. That is true. That is true. He definitely doesn't have to do that. I agree. And I believe the Cavaliers, they're better prepared for success. They're better prepared to contend with all the young pieces they have. I agree. Uh, Okay, we basically talked about that already, about the Knicks not trading for Donovan Mitchell. So I have to t- uh, talk about that. All right, so we're going to move over to our last segment of the show, you guys. Which you all know, Donovan Mitchell got Donovan traded. Donovan Mitchell went to Cleveland. Yep. Let me tell you something about that. <laughs> that was a shocker. I think everybody in the NBA, well, I'm saying the NBA, but everybody that that was a, that is a fan of basketball and the NBA was not expecting that. I don't think he was expecting that. He, I don't think that was a part of his destination that he wanted to go to. Um, it's a good trade for for him. He got what he wanted. He had a he had a uh, Utah. Yep. Uh, man, that's like Bo said. It was crazy. Um, it happened out of nowhere. It was totally unexpected. You all heard that he was gonna go to the Knicks, or the Knicks wanted him. Or that he was interested in Miami, uh, Brooklyn, too, Brooklyn. Yeah, my it was Miami, Brooklyn, and New York, uh, the Knicks. And I thought, I thought I could see him more on Miami. I feel like Miami was the better fit. Cleveland didn't even cross my mind, which it did cross a lot of our minds. Uh, but hey, it's a great trade. Um, the Cavaliers have been doing well drafting. Uh, young talent. If 
they added more young talent with Donovan Mitchell because he's still young as well. That's true. And he's a legit, he's a superstar. So now you insert him into the equation. Uh, you got you a, got yourself a superstar. You got yourself a nice young point guard in Darius Garland. You drafted Evan Mobley last year. Uh, You're coming in the fall. Everything is slowly coming. Yeah, you got Jared Allen at the center spot. You have you have some nice pieces there. Um, and I can see I can see the Cavaliers sneak, sneaking into the playoffs. I give them that. I'm not gonna say they're contenders right now, because we gotta see how it all fits together. We gotta see uh how Donovan fits with them and how he fits with Garland and the rest of the team. But it was a great move. It was a great move. A move that you need to make if you're trying to turn your team into a contender. Uh, so. With that being said, how would Donovan fit with the Cavs? Donovan is going to fit pretty naturally because everybody's already, everybody's still young, so they still have time to grow. But it gives everybody some time to acclimate it. They can all get, play around each other. It, 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 it's good. Training camp is going to help him out. And and if I was him, I'd go up there and call everybody up and be like, hey, that. Let's get some runs going. Run some one-on-one, some five-on-fives. You know what I mean? Introduce myself to them and them introduce themselves to me. And get it on the pipeline like that. Yep. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, he fit, He fits with them. I think he goes fit with them like a glove. Because they needed a go-to guy. They needed a, st- a scorer. They needed a superstar. And yes, you have Darius Garland. But now the pressure doesn't have to all be all on him. Uh, he can share some of that with Donovan and with the rest of his teammates. Um, so uh, I think he fits with them like a glove. He fits with their timeline. He fits with what they're trying to do, um, which is uh, uh, have a young squad and to be able to contend with the young squad. And they invested a lot with their draft picks. So uh, he fits with them. I think it's a great fit. Uh, so who are the winners and losers of this trade? Uh, there are no winners and losers, honestly. Um, both teams kind of got young pieces, so I really don't see one. Right. Uh, I gotta go with Donovan Mitchell. He's a winner because he doesn't have to go. He doesn't have to go to the horrible New York Knicks, which I thought he probably would have went to if the Cavaliers did step in. Um, he doesn't have to go there to that horrific, horrific franchise. Um, Cleveland is an underrated team. They uh they won forty four games last year, which is good. Um, and just to see how everything is coming together in Cleveland, um, it seems like they have a plan now. It seems like they have some great young pieces. It seems like that this team eventually will make it to the playoffs. And hopefully the ultimate goal, which is everybody's ultimate goal, is to be able to contend for a championship. I think over time, they will put themselves in the conversation as championship contenders. But right now, they are playoff contenders. Um, 
And they made a power move from getting Donovan Mitchell. I agree. I uh, losers, I got to go with the Jazz because you gave away, gave away your talent in Donovan Mitchell. Yes, you got multiple first-round picks, but now you have to literally start all the way over. You gave up two of your cornerstone pieces in Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. So now you just you out you you laid yourself out to dry like you is dry in the desert. You gotta start all the way over. You don't have a a plan. You don't have a player that you could build around. So those are my the the, the that is my winner and loser of this trade. So, next question, does this deal make the Cavaliers contenders? Yes, yes it does. Uh, it's still got time to grow, but it definitely makes him a contender. Yes. I would say the number 18, eight, eight, between them 18. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking between 6 to 8. Um, now, if they get higher than that, then I'm pretty sure that surprises us all, but I think that's a good point, a good starting point right there. It's the six to eight seed. I think once they get to the playoffs, it'll be like okay, a weight is lifted off our shoulders. Yeah, I know the city of Cleveland want to they want to see some more playoff success. You know, it's been kind of crazy since LeBron left. Um, okay, this is the last question. Then we go grade the trade, and then that would be it. So, uh, last question. Uh, will Donovan Mitchell regret not uh, not pushing for a trade to a more experienced team? Uh, I, I want to say yes, but I think no. Uh, yes, because if he was rankation, then yeah. But because he's still young and he has time to grow, no. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think this is like a perfect situation for him. It's not like he's a Kevin Durant who's like 30-something years old or LeBron that's pushing 40. Uh, he's still young, so he has time to uh, chase a championship. And I think he can – I think he has a good shot with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They have a solid foundation. They have a plan. Uh, they've been planning for this. Uh, and they seem prepared for it. So – like we said earlier in the show, it just all depends on how all the pieces fit. And I don't think it would be a problem. I think they all fit well with each other. They all complement each other. And uh, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice to see. So, Bone, uh, what letter grade would you give this trait? I see plus. I give it a C plus. Uh, I feel like both teams kind of. Got what they wanted. Well, well, Cleveland got what they wanted. The Jazz is just lost. <laughs> They're so lost. <laughs> yeah, um, I give it an A for Cleveland and a C for Utah. Um, A for Cleveland because they got their, they got themselves a superstar, and he's already ready made. He's a superstar. Like he's. You don't have to wait for him to develop or anything like that. Yes, he can he can get better over time, but he's a scorer. He averages twenty five points a game. He's a superstar. And you insert him into that starting lineup, I feel like is the missing piece to the puzzle. Um and to be able to put themselves in contention in the East probably for many years to come. 
because they're all so young and they could grow together. Uh, I give it an A. And then I give it a C for Utah because you gave away a cornerstone player. And he's not the only player you gave away. You gave away Rudy Goldberry as well. Even though he's not Donovan Mitchell, but he was a good player. He was a great player for them. So you give up both of your cornerstone pieces, both of your young pieces, and you get nothing but draft picks back. Yes, you get Colin Sexton from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, and the jury's still out on him. We don't know. We don't know yet if he could be a superstar or not. He averages twenty points a game, but we'll see. He's been dealing with injuries. So, uh, those are my grades for this trade. Um, is there anything else you want to add, Bone? No, we're good, pal. All right, you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, we wanted to get this to get this out for you because I know we've been kind of slow with the NBA, but it's starting to pick up now because of with this uh, news we received and the season's right around the corner. So we have some more NBA content for you guys. Uh, hope you guys uh, enjoy this one. Y'all keep following us on the show. Uh, keep supporting us. Keep supporting us if you want to get on the show. Let us know. Hit us up. Um, and y'all be blessed out there.